Sunday. I was thinking it's August 14th. It's candidly Laura. And I was thinking a couple days ago when I started this, like one of the things I'm excited about with this podcast is to go back and listen to it years later. (laughs) Um, So today I wanted to talk about another common question before I left is kind of like, what's the goal? Why did you do this? What are you hoping to gain? And part of what I wanted to talk about was sort of where my viewpoint is on personal development and growth and learning. And I think it is a little different than sort of the general population. So part of why I put my stuff in storage and became a digital nomad was honestly because I can. (laughs) Like that's just, I know that that's not a very satisfying answer, but I'm super lucky in April, I got my, um, my job with benefits and a great salary. And I'm several years into my beauty counter business. So that has some pretty stable income. And between the two of those, like, I can afford to spend a little bit more on living and a little less on saving for a period of time and see how I can incorporate travel. And Part of what I wanted to find out for me during this chapter, I'm big on goals and big about thinking about like, what's the, what's the end goal? What are we looking to do? And I was always interested in personal development. I mean, I was reading Malcolm Gladwell before I even was an entrepreneur and had a business. And I didn't really realize when I started my beauty counter business, how much personal development was going to really play a role in in framing my life, but I believe so strongly in life by design and that there is absolutely no part of your life, my life, anyone's lives that you should settle for. Um, and that doesn't mean it's easy and it, it's, I'm not rose colored glasses about it, but we have control over what we do and how we do it. And it may take a while to extricate yourself from a situation that's not working, but in the long run, it will be worth it. Right. So I loved my career in theater, but it was not sustainable for me anymore. And I knew that even before the pandemic. And then during the pandemic, I did go back and do one show and Um, I was very honestly miserable because suffering for your art isn't interesting to me anymore. And it's not worth what the end product was. So now that I have a sort of quote unquote regular person job, I had a lot and I still have a lot of unlearning to do of like, what does being productive mean? How do you take care of yourself on a day-to-day basis? What is health when you're not in a scramble for survival? Um, If you hear the dogs in the background, they're wrestling. It's very cute. So when you're working, I mean, my nonprofit theater schedule was for the most part, six days a week and many more hours than 40. Like 40 was an easy peasy week. And even if you did have an easy peasy week, you're burnt out from the weeks prior that, yeah, you're not really thinking in complete terms of what your wellness is. So when I got my job in April, 
I was, and I've talked to several friends and my therapist as well about this, but I was like, what do, what do people do? Like, what do you do with all this time? And, and how do you not feel like you're wasting time? And how do I, I was like, this is all people do for work, like eight hours. And then you have the whole like night and most of the morning. Um, and I know that that's silly, but based off of like what my life had been before, like I really, for the first probably six weeks was like, I'm, I'm not even working. Like I'm clearly doing it wrong. And then everyone kept telling me I wasn't doing it wrong. So I am now really taking on in this new chapter, different sets of goals. And, um, one of the goals is to visit new places and see if those are places that I want to live, because I don't imagine that my stuff will be in storage forever. I do think I want to see how much digital nomad life I can continue into the future, but I want a house that's a home base that hopefully in the next couple of years, I can also rent out when I'm not there. Ideally in my dream of dreams, and this is what I'm working towards and figuring out how I can make possible in the next 10 or 15 years. But I have a house in somewhere north and I have a house somewhere south. And I'm being as vague as possible because I have several ideas of where that is. Um, and then in between being at those two houses, I still Airbnb sometimes at other locations so that I'm spending a month or two in other places. That's, I think, what I want my life to be. But like I said this in another episode, I really like my dishes a lot and I want to have a garden and can, but I also want to travel and figure out how to do all of those things. So part of this chapter is to visit new places to see if I like digital nomad life. I mean, already I'm feeling two weeks into being in Toronto that like a month is kind of too short of a time to be in a place. And I'm already thinking like, oh gosh, in two weeks, I'm already going to be packing up and putting everything in my car again. And so I've already, I mean, I sort of had decided this even before I came is that one month is too short. So that's definitely a big learning thing. And then figuring out like what kind of life and what kind of joy I can have while also keeping my mental and physical health at the forefront. So here are some of the goals that I put together before I um, came on this trip. And, and this is also, I'll say what the goals are and then sort of how I feel like I've done about halfway through the month. And then I might keep these for all of the time that I'm doing this, like at least through January, which I know for sure I'm digital nomading through January, but I might also change them for September. So in the sort of health and wellness camp, like I have been actively working on getting more consistent about 10,000 steps a day, and I'm still not there. I'm still averaging in the seven, 8,000. That other 2,000 is just like, is just a killer. And one thing that I really felt the first, certainly the first seven, eight days that I was here at my house is I was just really fatigued. Um, I mean, it's a lot of energy and work to pack up your house and to put yourself in storage and to pack up your dogs. And 
I would say the mental, <laughs> the mental decision-making of what was going to be in my car and how many outfits I was going to travel with, both from like a practical sense of, okay, you're going to be on the road for every single season, except for spring, maybe, but you still need summer fall and winter clothes or enough pieces that can fit into all of those seasons those mental decisions and like (laughs) it's so silly but it did take some time I feel like clothes was one of the biggest decisions because you know there's no reason to have five hoodies but when you really pare down to like your favorite two sweaters and your favorite three hooded sweatshirts it's a it's a hard decision which ones are going to live with you? And then I ended up being like, okay, I can't make enough choices about winter. So I'm going to, I'm going to pack a box and send it to my sister because I, I'm, I know I'm going to want these, but I don't want to travel with these. I wanted to reduce items in my car as much as I can, but also like, don't want to be missing something that I don't have. So steps was a big goal. Water and vegetables are always a big goal. Um, water is going atrociously. I'll just be very honest with you. Vegetables are going really well. Um, which actually leads me into the other thing that I really wanted to try to figure out. So I wanted to turn, turn the financial tables a little bit and spend less on food and more on experiences. Like that was one of the budget line items that I wanted to see if I could conflate. And the reason why I wanted to do that was that I wanted to really get clear about how not to have food waste. It's really hard as a single person to plan exactly how much I'm going to eat and and then to just suck it up and eat what it is you have when it's not what you want. So I went back to some of my early theater day things that I did to help reduce my um, food budget when I wasn't making very much money. And absolutely everything that I am cooking has to be something that can also be frozen to eat later. And that's a pretty big game changer. So if I put one or two servings away right away into the freezer, I waste way less food. And if I just buy less food and um, you know, in one ways, like I want to only do a once a week trip to the grocery store, like that would be ideal, but that means that I overbuy and I then end up wasting more. So it is better for me to buy just like things for lunch for a couple of days and things for dinner for a couple of days. The other thing that I'm doing to really make sure that I um, reduce food waste is anything that I'm buying that needs to be prepared. I, the rule is I have to do it the day that I buy it. So I bought stuff for sloppy Joe's, which I haven't had in forever. And like, I had to make that immediately. There was no like wait forever. And then I bought stuff to have, um, bagel hummus sandwiches which were delicious and I had to cut up the vegetables to go on that sandwich immediately the other thing with food that I'm trying to do and I'll just be really honest is that I have fallen into the trap with my autoimmune disease 
where I'm still, I'm eating more of the foods that I'm not supposed to, and that's just not good for me. So I did really well last week of, um, only sticking to the, to the foods that are safe for me. Um, I'll probably, maybe I'll talk about this on another episode, but I have eosophagy. Oh my gosh. I can't even remember. It's EOE. Um, EOSOFA, you guys are going to love this part of the podcast. Eosinophilic esophagitis. I, yes, I did just go to Google for my own autoimmune disease. Everybody calls it EOE. Um, and it's a weird autoimmune disease where my body doesn't like certain foods and the way that it, that that shows up is that white blood cells attack my throat and then my throat can close and food can get stuck. Super fun. But anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. Um, okay. Other plans in the wellness, more yoga. I would say I'm doing about the same doing two or three times a week. The goal is to make that four or five times a week. So I have good plans to figure that out for next week. Um, my more reading, less TV, I would say is going really stellar. I, on this trip here, listened to two different audiobooks. I hadn't been leaning on audiobooks as much as I probably should have to help me really continue to read. And they're a game changer. Um, Audible and Libby, I use them both pretty uh, frequently. Um, Libby is free for, through your library. Audible, I've talked about. If you want to try a free trial, I get a couple dollars. There'll be a link in the show notes. So those are some of the health and wellness goals. One of my other two goals was to really get clear about what I want to do for creative outlets, because that's something that's always been a part of my life. And I, I did think when I first went on this trip that it was going to be um, really learning more about photography and, and taking better and more professional pictures. And I do think that will still be part of it. But I've really been loving leaning into writing and creating and hence why we're here right now and you're listening to me talk to you on this podcast. So um, where creativity, creativity can show up, I think is really important. So I wanted to end this in talking about um, ways that you can find joy. And I just think it's important because I don't think it's ever taught and I think it's stupid. <laughs> We are, as human beings, like really pretty conditioned to just sort of go through the steps of life. And very often you don't sit down and go, this makes me happy. This doesn't make me happy. And when the pandemic started and I, and I really started to sort of dip into a, a depression that I that was unlike any other that I'd had before. Like I'd certainly had some other sort of depressive moments before. And Glennon Doyle has in one of her books, um, this reset idea. And the idea is once you isolate the things that make you feel good, then you have a list of things to go to when you need to get yourself back on track or into a better mood or, you know, at least honor the feelings that you're feeling and then help you move into a new feeling space. But what I really thought about with those reset buttons was it's something we don't think about or we don't spend time on and we don't plan doing 
is really actually talking about what makes us happy, what brings us the most joy. And instead, we just sort of do the things we know to do. And we're not always filling our, our happiness cup to the, to the point where we're supposed to. So for you, if you're interested in starting to really create your life in a way that brings you more joy, spend even just like a minute a day thinking about what you've done and what made you feel the best. Because once you really start to identify what those things are, then you're able to start being like, I'm going to plan for these things that make me feel good to counteract how much I hate folding laundry, right? And I think that that is a part of life that we're not as in tune to as humans, certainly not in America, because we have sort of like a suffer mentality that like life and our job is a drudge and kids are hard and blah, 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 blah. So for me, I'll just tell you what my reset buttons are. If you follow me or talk to me ever, you're not going to be surprised. Mine are obviously going outside and hiking, like getting myself into trees makes me much happier than most any other things. Um, going on just a walk around the neighborhood, listening to musicals and singing them makes me stupidly happy. And I, I do it not every day, but many days. Like if I'm taking dishes out of the dishwasher, I am belting waitress and I'm not a great singer. It's just what you have to do. Um, reading, listening to motivational podcasts. Like those are just some of the things that I know if I have a certain amount of all of those in my day, my day is just going to be better. So my ask for you, if you're starting to think about creating your life in a way that you enjoy every part of it is what makes you the most happy. All right. I hope you have a good Sunday. Thanks for listening to me. I'll talk to you tomorrow.